0: Imagine, baby, on the we got it.
1: What is going on? It is your man Hendo here, and this is the Rogue Pod. Played the wrong intro. Supposed to be intentional grounding. As you all know, if you are familiar with the channel, and today you see me by myself. Unfortunately, my previous co-host, Rodney, decided he had better things to do. He ain't want to rock with your boy no more, but it is okay. Because I can do this alone, or I can dip into the pool. Because like I told you all before, if you are a patron of mine, you may get the opportunity to host a show with me without further ado let me bring in a couple of my patrons what's going on
2: not much having fun that's
1: all you gotta say oh yeah you uh, okay hmm at least i'm not eating oh you wouldn't because you wouldn't be on camera right now all right bringing up my next patron. listen y'all know them you know these guys. If you've followed myself, LBHC, you know the crew. So you bring up my man, Brandon Bazel. I mean, I'm sorry. Living big with big rage. What's going on, Rage? How you feeling today, bro?
0: Chilling, man. Another day of greatness. Uh, another day to figure out what's going on in the Ravens' future. Indeed, indeed, indeed.
1: So, this is your first time on the show. Am I correct? Because I know you all you both were on hang with Hendo. I don't know if you were ever on this show.
0: No, we weren't um I haven't been on this show
1: though okay all right well you know what it's no need. it's 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 no need for y'all to be nervous I know y'all not I'm just playing with y'all I know y'all not nervous <laughs> we do this all the time it's just like we was we're just doing backstage. back for the camera all right well I got one question and I played this before every show and this goes for Rogue Nation And you as well. This is what we about to do.
0: Chief Ray, what do you want to do tonight?
1: The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. Y'all ready to take over this YouTube world? Yes, indeed. Bring it on. All right. Let's see who we got up in here. Klotz in the building. He showed up early. Appreciate you, appreciate you. I know a lot of you guys were over ASAP. And Coach Evan Streams, shout out to him, Sit the tally. Um, I know some of you are watching Raven C right now. I kind of chose this time, because I know we normally start at 6 p.m., but I chose this time to go after Coach and be before Raven C. But somehow Raven C went on a little bit early. But, you know, we're going to try to make it quick, so if he stays on a little bit longer, you all can enjoy both streams. Yolanda B is in the house. What's going on? Appreciate you. Will G, long time no C glad you stopped by so as usual today we are going to talk a little bit of ravens news we're going to talk a little basketball stuff going on around the nfl but of course this channel is kind of raven centric so let's jump into it anything you gentlemen have to say before we begin no man bring it on what's up coach evans coach inherently quiet (laughs) no (laughs) no not at all but okay so First, the Ravens Presser. Um, did any of you gentlemen see the Ravens Presser today?
0: I saw some of it. I saw bits and parts, yes. All right.
1: What did you take from
0: it? Um. First and foremost, the the whole Bateman thing and him not being available. It's kind of, it's one of those things that's going to cause problems amongst the fans. Mm-hmm. To me, I don't really care as much because as long as he's there for the preseason, I'll be happy, but here we go again with another Bateman injury. And it becomes, is he too injury prone now? Is he worth keeping? And do we maybe seek a trade? Him and some other some picks for Diggs out of Buffalo.
1: Okay. Um, I guess Brandon had some sort of emergency as soon as we start streaming, but it's okay. Um, as to me for this presser, first off was John Harbaugh. He came out, gave his regular coach speak. He let everybody know that Rashad Bateman was not going to be around for OT mandatory OTAs, mandatory minicamp, I'm sorry, because he got a cortisone shot. And a lot of people are wondering what is the cortisone shot for? And I'm pretty sure it's still him healing from last offseason. I mean, it really hasn't been that long ago. I know that modern medicine has players healing a little bit faster, but sometimes you get scar tissue and other things involved that you aren't able to heal as quickly. Um a lot of people, if you watch the presser, are starting to shut to turn on Rashad Bateman. Like I saw 60% of them people talking about trade him now.
0: Immediately. It was all over the chat. And uh it's not the only time I've seen it. I mean, it's been a thing where people were going back and forth now if Bateman should even be here if he'll be here next year. And um, it's not looking like it. I mean, at first it was he talks too much, and it was like, well, that's what we needed, right? We needed a guy with some dog in him, and he shows that he got dog in him, but now he can't get on the field. So if you're going to be another guy that can't get on the field, you become useless, and <laughs> fans are quick to kick you to the curb.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree, but, I mean, with, with the Baltimore Ravens having – not been successful with developing wide receivers. I understand the frustration, especially with the Rashard Perman incident where we thought he was going to come in, change the wide receiver room. He was supposed to have been injured for a couple of weeks, ended up missing near the whole season, and he kind of never recovered. So I can understand where fans are coming from with this. I know I'm a little hard on people, but I really like Bateman. But you can't deny the fact that He's been in for two seasons. He's been in the NFL for two seasons and he has not been healthy for two seasons. So he, that's where Go ahead, go ahead. So that's where I need to You good, you good. So that's where everybody wants to kind of throw in the DeAndre Hopkins situation. Because we need somebody that's reliable. And DeAndre Hopkins may not have been the most available wide receiver over the past couple of seasons, but he plays games. He's played more games than Rashad Bateman has. And I just think that. I don't know. I, I I say we give him one more year. What, what do you say? I, I like Bateman
0: myself. Um, I was a big fan of us drafting him. And I do think maybe give him another year because how do we know that this whole injury situation he's going through isn't stacked up to our, you know, the ops, Steve Saunders, from when he first got hurt in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes time. Sometimes it takes a little longer for some people to recover especially in the physical sport. Now, he hasn't played 17 games, but I will say this. If I was going to go D-Hop, even an injured D-Hop will give you double what Bateman would because of who D-Hop is and what he's capable of. I'll take D-Hop in the half a season over most people in the full season, as crazy as that sounds. But I want to give Bateman a benefit of a doubt. Mm-hmm. give him give him a year. Let's give him the, at least this season. Say he gets healthy by preseason. Let's give him a year to see what he does. If he gets hurt, hurt again, then I, I guess it's one of those things where you got to kind of cut bait where you can. Get whatever draft picks you can. Probably a fourth, fifth for him at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that'll be it. I mean, there's not really much you can do to defend him in this case because he talks the talk, but he's yet to walk the walk whether it be his fault or not.
1: Okay. Uh, Danny wants to know, is Bateman injured? Uh, I won't say he's injured. He may still be hurt. You know, he just took a cortisone shot for whatever reason, swelling, alleviate pain. Who knows? He's just not going to be ready for mandatory minicamp. That's not to say he won't be ready for training camp. We don't know yet. And even if he misses some of training camp, we just need to see him on the field week one. We need to see him be ready week one through week 18.
0: We also don't know if it was really just a quarter zone shot. I mean, Harbaugh's been known to stretch the truth a little bit when it comes to injuries. So I don't know. I'm just hoping the best for him and obviously the best for this receiving core.
1: Yeah, yeah. So also uh, Justin Matabike, he went up and spoke and a lot of people saying that Justin BK is looking real swole. And you know what I'm saying? He's looking jacked. He's looking real in shape. And they just said that on Coach stream. I just heard somebody, I don't know if it was uh, P. Brown. He may have said it or somebody else, if I'm not mistaken. They were saying that he was looking really jacked. And I thought to myself, that may be the case. But we said the same thing about Odafe Owe the year before. We said he's coming into camp looking real jacked. And we see what kind of production that we got out of him. So being jacked and being able to play are two separate things to me. Do you think that the Baltimore Ravens should extend Matabike now, let him play the season out and possibly price himself out of the organization, or just let it flow where it goes? I'd extend him now, only because Matabike is at
0: one of those positions where if you get bigger and you do get jacked, that's a good thing. Being on the interior D-line, him being bigger, being able to eat more blocks, because especially with Calais being the gone, being able to eat more blocks and then defeat those blocks using his strength, is going to be huge. I mean, we know when the first thing we liked about him was his finesse skills to get off blocks, but if you can add to his power game now, too, that makes him multifaceted in rush moves, and I think it's just going to make him more dangerous. Between him and, you know, Broderick Washington, I think they'll provide pretty good rush from the interior and definitely great run-stopping, and that's more where he would need to wait is for the run-stopping. Because they're probably gonna push him more towards the middle with Calais being gone. So see how and then we need Travis Jones to step up, obviously. But um I think him putting on the weight is a good thing. And I think if they sign him now, it'll be a position you won't really have to worry about for years to come because mm-hmm. Travis Jones is on a rookie deal for another couple of years, and you know, Project Washington is still on a, a a small deal. We can get these guys, extend them for lower deals and just keep that line fresh for a
1: long time but it's also dependent upon what he wants because his argument is going to be listen my numbers would be a little bit better if you played me a little bit more if you stop taking me out the rotation every three or four plays i would have better numbers but also the Ravens just say if you played a little bit better and got more sacks we give you more playing time so that's the conundrum and i just think that there's that's what the problem is going to come in when they try to figure out how much to pay him how much do you think that he's worth
0: that's a tough one. It's hard to put a number on because he played so well last year. I think um, watching this year, if you was to ask me this again midway through the season, I'd be able to give you a a better number. But right now, for a defensive lineman, Mm -hmm. I'd say give him 8 to 10 mil a year. Easy. And that's, that's on the low side. That's on the low side for a rotational
1: guy. But that's the same contract they gave Calais Campbell. They gave him eight million. So you're saying he's worth what we thought Calais Campbell was worth? Because I don't think, I think he's proven, well, I don't think that he's proven that he's an eight to ten million dollar player. He may have the potential to get there, but he hasn't done anything.
0: So that's what I'm putting those numbers though, based off of. If that's why I said come back to me in the middle of the season, because I'm pro- I'm projecting that he has a good year okay. because I see I see him getting better and better year in and year out. So I'm projecting that he's going to have a good year, and that's that's about where I would want to extend him. Is about that range because he's one of those guys that we all hear he's trained with Aaron Donald and, you know, all Mm -hmm. of that, you know, that's whatever, but he's actually shown that he's getting better. Unlike a lot of guys, a lot of guys, they go, Oh, I've been training with this person. I've been doing this. I'm, you know, not going to name no names, but they go out there they look good in practice and all that, but then get on the field and it doesn't translate for him. It's been translating and he's doing a very good job at it. So, I mean, midway through the year, I think we'll be able to know if he's worth that type of money. And I think he's going to put up some decent numbers, man. I mean, I I think he's going to be great in the run stuffing. But I think he gets us at least, I'll say for the first half of the season, look for him to have at least five sacks through the first half of the season.
1: It's a big number. Okay. I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, Also, your coach spoke about Pepe Williams. Not being yeah, ready, man, man. mandatory, any camp. Also, Jalen Armadavis, I guess, I guess he's had a little setback, so he's just off practicing to the side somewhere. Yep. Once again, we have some late-round draft picks that just aren't really panning out. So I've read some reports, and just from – looking at it do you think that the ravens are actually trying to move away from those two young cornerbacks because they lost faith in them really early in the season last year and they really didn't get a chance to kind of get their feet back underneath so i mentioned
0: this uh over the off season, and i had so many fans tell me oh well it was just because they were hurt you know and they were real young that's why they moved away from them, you know just and they come at me with the hardball believes in them they'll play I don't necessarily believe in him. Mm-hmm. I was questioning the picks when we made him. But, again, I, I'm going to stand by this. He may not be an all-pro corner, but I already said, I feel like Caillou Blue Kelly is better than both of them. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm going to stand by that. I think he's better than both of them. I I, I just don't see... I, I watched them last year. I watched them in college. I just didn't see it translating.
1: Okay. And maybe
0: it could be because of injuries. But you can't move on from them now. They're the only depth we have at corner. You That's have true. to kind of put that support by him, no matter what. You got to push them to get healthy, and you need them to play because you already decided you're not bringing Marcus Peters back. So now you've got no choice to have hope these have guys he get healthy yet? and play. Happy. I think they have. I think they have. I think John Harbaugh is scared of him now, man. He may be scared of him, but there may
1: be a reason he hasn't, <laughs> hasn't signed with the team just yet. He may be just waiting around for these training camp battles and see what shape. It could be. You know, it because listen, be. Pepe, Pepe is on the smaller side. So just throughout his career, I just envision him getting hurt. Jalen Armadavis, Davis, I think you can make the fair comparison between Jalen Armadavis Davis and Kyle B. Kelly, Sean, a.k.a. Sean Wade. I oh, think you can make a few okay. comparisons. I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't I, like the
0: Sean Wade pick either when we, made, when we drafted him. I don't,
1: him. I don't just like – I, I actually like the Caillou Blue Kelly pick. I like that pick. But once again, for me, it's just this organization putting the weight on such young players. Like yeah. we have a Super Bowl-ready roster. And we keep putting all of the weight of this organization of or certain positions on these young players and expecting them to just come in and just set the world on fire when we don't even train them properly to do the one job that we need them to do. Because they want them to do multiple things, play multiple positions. Listen, if Blue Kelly is CB2, let him be that. And you train him all mini camp and all training camp and offseason for it. If he's going to be in a slot, have him be that. Let him learn one position because that's what happened with Brandon Stevens. We didn't mess that guy's head all up because every other season, mm-hmm. he's jumping back forth to another position and people wonder why he's not working out. So, you if you listen, I'm going to take your word for it. I'm going to take your word. If you believe in it <laughs> guy, you believe Kelly, bro, yeah, I tell be, it, I
0: Listen, I believe he's better than those guys right. that were already on the roster. Now, the only reason I think marcus peter's fate is sealed is because of rocky Sin. because they it's been shown mm-hmm. that marlon humphrey is a better outside corner than he is a slot uh-huh. he still does good in the slot but we need him on the outside he's shut down on the outside right if you bring back marcus peters and you still have rocky Sin, you still don't have a slot corner <laughs> you're still gonna have to have one of those young guys play slot corner because Rocky Sin is an outside corner, Marlon Humphrey, outside corner, Marcus Peters, outside corner.
1: What are you gonna do? You you gotta go with the young guys, and you do, but you also need depth because we've seen throughout the years we can't go a full season without having at least two or three cornerbacks go down.
0: Agree, but I'm I'm all I'm saying is if you're gonna get MP, you gotta sign a slot corner as well.
1: Oh, uh, I'm all for it. I listen, we listen. Cornerback is just the one position we can't seem to nail down. We can't seem to get it right. We'll have one or two yeah. good corners then that slot corner or backup safety. Somebody's just not doing their job. Um, I, I want Marcus Peters. It's his second year off of injury. I keep saying this. It normally takes two years to recover from that injury. And last year he was happy. He may not be a player as fast as he was, but he still has football at intelligence. We praise Calais Campbell for having football intelligence. Even though he couldn't play for the last three years, everybody wanted him back. But with Marcus Peters, it's, oh, he's lost the stuff. He ain't the same. I just think these two fourth-round cornerbacks, we got exactly what we paid for. Two fourth-round cornerbacks. I can't argue that. That's all I'm saying.
0: I can't argue we that. Paid for
1: two, we paid for two fourth-round cornerbacks, so we got two fourth-round cornerbacks. Um, also, OBJ came up, and I know everyone was awaiting Odell Beckham Jr., to come and speak for the first time. They wanted to see what was going on. I saw Odell come from out the hotel with his pajamas on, strode up to the podium, was like, what's up, y'all? <laughs> y'all want to know? Yeah, everything good. He pretty, much, <laughs> he pretty much said he hopes to be ready week one. I don't think right now we're going to see much from him in this mandatory minicamp or maybe even during training camp. What did you get from what Odell Beckham said, Ridge? So
0: I've been saying all along that our wide receiver court is ranked in the bottom 15 of the league. And I've been saying it because I don't know how healthy OBJ is. Mm -hmm. Right. And then even if he is healthy, what can he provide right away? He's obviously not going to be up to full speed. He's learning the, the playbook. So just hearing him talk. He sounded enthusiastic, but on the same hand, he sounded kind of like, almost like sleepy. Like, I don't really want to be answering these questions because I'm not necessarily as ready as I want to be. And it could be one of those situations where we paid for a part-time wide receiver. I mean, we might we might have to take whatever he can provide and then just let the rest go. Um, it's unfortunate, but this is why I want us to go after D-Hop. This is why I mentioned earlier trading for, um, what's his name, for the Stavis. Bills? Uh, Stefan Diggs,
1: yeah. Today.
0: Because because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we need somebody. You got mm-hmm. Bateman's not healthy. OBJ is not healthy. And then now you're down to Zay and the same supporting cast we've been had, except the addition of occasional hands, Aguilar, and – the other dude we just saw him, which I don't even bother mentioning his name I call him the other dude cuz that's all he's been in his whole career is the
1: other dude Former dis- first round pick man <laughs> man disrespectful so so this is this is my biggest thing and I and I agree with you everyone wants it to be rainbows and sunshine everyone wants it to be that mm-hmm. And listen, we hope for the best. I hope OBJ can get to at least 75% of what he was at the prime of his career. But we have to realize, didn't he say he was ready at the end of last season to play for teams? Didn't he work out for other teams saying I'm ready to go, I'm good to go, somebody sign me? But now here we are at the beginning of the new season and we're still talking about lingering old injuries. So how ready is he and can he stay healthy? That is the biggest thing can he and bateman stay healthy and you are absolutely correct if they go down we're back to the same old wide receiving core so ghost what do you think or what did you think of when you saw obj at the press conference if you did see it
2: uh, i missed it i was reading it while i was walking but uh oh sound like we we, we got sold a couple of eggs instead of a, well, a couple of beans instead of a instead of a cow.
1: Did you say bees beans jack and the beanstalk how bad what's going on zeke yeah but like i said we got to hope for the best and just like last year when we put all our hopes on bateman what else can we do what else can we do so let me ask you gentlemen a question go ahead rich
0: i was gonna say we can hope uh for a coach's guy to have be better in a different system (laughs) That's what as sad as it sounds, that's what we got left, right? I mean Proche and Wallace to be different because Bates not gonna be there if he's hurt. Um <laughs> the, the wide receiver room is back to being a question mark. It's everybody's it's everybody's nightmare. It's back to being a question mark, and that's the opposite of what we want, any of us wanted.
1: I mean I'm and not gonna call it I'm not gonna call it a question mark. It's not a question mark. It's more it's you still have to have optimism because listen, we all keep forgetting about Nelson Aguilar. We all forget about that. But he is better than what we had last year. He's better than Demarcus Robinson. Oh, no, absolutely. no one says he's better absolutely. than Demarcus Robinson. No, I agree. We get a fifty percent OBJ, it's still better than what we had last year. So I don't think it's a question mark. I just think it's more of uh Madonna's wishing a prayer <laughs> that everybody can stay healthy. Just
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll take listen, I'll take occasional hands over dropping sin any day. I agree.
1: Well, G says Prochet. Listen, Prochet gonna fight tooth and nail for that spot. And I think they'll keep crochet around close by because once again, if we get those injuries, we don't know who's gonna step up. Like it's it, you can blame Steve Sa- Steve Saunders all you want. We had injuries before. We're still having injuries now. So
0: I don't know if it's a big uh, deal. We're, we're really looking at the possibility of Devin Duvernay being wide receiver two again. Look, no <laughs> shade, ain't
2: never injured. So I need to <laughs>
0: Wait, like that's that's what we're looking at—a possibility that we may enter uh, week one mm-hmm. with Zay Flowers. Mind you, Zay just had an injury. Zay just had Mm -hmm. a small injury. So (laughs) there's another one. So there's likely a chance we enter week one with coming out with big packages and passing to our tight ends because we're back to Prochet, DuVernay, and Wallace being our starting three receivers. We know Wallace is going to get hurt eventually. So like where where is that where
2: does that really leave us? Let's be honest, where does that really leave us?
1: <laughs> it's all on no shape. So so listen, that's listen, that's soft That's soft core tissue injury, that's a tricky one. And I've seen a lot of dudes come back from that and go right back down. Also, is it concerning that Zay Flowers hasn't signed his, his contract yet? I don't
0: know if that's a concern. I mean, I think that's the thing where maybe he's trying to work something out. But a bad
1: look. The only thing to work out is the language. The, the number and structure, for the most part, are all intact. It's just the language and yeah. how much you get up front. And I, and I know, I forget what team it was, but a team just signed this. I think it was Seattle and one of their edge rushes. They just signed their second-round pick to a fully guaranteed contract. And that has never happened before in the NFL. So maybe it has to do with how much upfront money he wants. And I'm going to tell you like this. It's hot. If you're not from the Maryland area, we got a lot of humidity. So if I'm feeling a little tweak and I ain't got my money in my pocket, mm-hmm. my, back, my neck, my neck and my back. like, mm-hmm. yes. That's what we am saying. Yeah. All right. So let I me ask you this question. Which training camp battles are you looking forward to? Branded. <laughs> it's gonna be the cornerbacks because uh
2: I, I don't know if this sin guy can can hold off these young guys because uh, I I don't know much about him. I, I know he doesn't get targeted that often. Who uh, oh, who 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 don't get targeted often? That they say he doesn't get targeted that yes, often. Yes, he
1: does. He gets passes completed on him. Like I ain't gonna say, but he gets he gets he gets a lot of passes completed on him, bro. Don't believe that hype.
2: When he's been targeted, he has, like, what, a 77% catch rate against him or something?
1: Yeah, that was him, Jay. So yeah. uh,
2: that's going to be important. See if Ojabo beats out no way for the, uh, for the other nice. outcome. I could fight. Yeah. All right.
1: How about you, Ridge?
0: For me, uh, especially with the injuries, now, it's going to be wide receiver. But I think the most important one, honestly, is going to be left guard. Who's gonna be blocking our newly signed quarterback? I mean, we gave we just gave this man a buttload of money. We need to keep him upright. And who starts at left guard is gonna be key. Um, I know Coach asked the question and he did his show on it today. I like I said, I think it's gonna be solid because I think he's just he has more potential than the other options at left guard right now, other than Voorhees, who's injured anyway. Um, but his ability to move is mm-hmm. way better, and he showed the ability to block against the big, strong guys as well. So if you get him in there, you get an offense. Because I feel like now mm-hmm. Todd Monk is going to have Lamar on the run. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be coming out the pocket, going to his right to make the passes, different things, like roll out all these all types of rollouts, screen passes to the running backs, all of that stuff is going to be in there now. And I think with that being the case, having a guy like Salah, who's more athletic and can move compared to Cleveland or Falele, who's kind of like just big guys that anchor down, Mm
1: -hmm. I
0: think that's gonna be key. And I think he'll beat them out when it comes to it.
1: Okay. Well, I heard you know, I heard that when Coach said it, and I heard that you were the one that said it. I got two words for you. Pack twelve. <laughs> now, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I call the end of it. What happened when he get up, when he went up against the SEC dude?
0: Listen, that you got bench pressed one time. Nah, yeah,
1: no, I know he got bench pressed. I know, but listen, it happens. Pack twelve, where they don't we, play defense. This is our listen, problem. We, we go after a lot of Pack ten, Pack twelve, offensive linemen that are used to these teams that don't that don't blitz that don't rush because there's nothing but offense over there. And then they come here, and they can't do well. I thought the same thing about Fai I was like, this dude going to come in and do some things. We were full. Pac-12 See, got us once again.
0: I didn't have too much hope for Fai only because I saw in college that he had no feet. He can't move. You can't be – his size is a great size, right? But if you can't mm-hmm. move, you can't be an offensive tackle in the NFL because you need to be able to move them feet to get to those rushers because they're faster. So I saw that he wasn't going to be that great. I think he's good enough. He's good depth to come in if a guy goes down for a game. He can come in and you know be solid. But and I did say early on that I think he would be slid to guard at some point. And lo and behold, he's competing at guard now. But I think for the type of offense, yeah, for the type of offense we're running, I think going with the more athletic guy at guard is going to be better. That's and that's really the to me that's our only other option because I don't want to see McCarry starting. I understand we paid him, but I'm kind of scared to have him start because he's been show he's faltered a lot. People don't really look at it or point it out, but we've watched him get bench pressed a number of times, and he just skates by. It, it looks good. Like people forget that a lot of these offensive linemen we have look better because of Lamar Jackson. Of course because he could slide out the pocket, he could move out the way of a sack, he could break ankles and then get the pass off. That stuff makes our line look better than it actually is. So I think having more athletic linemen to be able to move with Lamar to protect him Mm -hmm. may be the best bet.
1: And I give you that. And I agree with you to to an extent. And Mike said it best in history. And I think yesterday, but he's been saying it all along when you got a Ferrari in the garage you put the best blockers in front of them to keep them clean. I don't want a rookie trying out a position to protect my quarterback that I just gave $260 million to. This is the problem that I've had with the Ravens over the last few seasons. This ain't experiment time. It's not time to be experimental. But now that they've invested the money in him, now they have to do it. They have to protect him because we've got all this money tied up in Lamar now. We don't have options like we had in the past. So get the best blockers now. If Sala. In, in the future, if he can transition to that and become somebody else, granted, I take that. But once again, stop putting all this pressure on these rookies to be something more than not. That. And then you start switching their positions. It's not like you're taking guys that were extremely good in college, you're bringing them in, you're coaching them up. You're switching their positions. Different calls, different stances, different everything. And then you expect them to come up in here and go against the T.J. Watts, along with Darius Smiths and Miles Gertz. And those people... Uh, the dude from Cincinnati, Sam Hubbard and uh, Trey, Fred, Trey Hendrickson from the Bengals, you expect mm-hmm. to go up against them people. Mm-hmm. And when they start stunting, you expect this rookie to be able to get all of these things. Now, if he's a backup and he's learning throughout the season, I'm good with that. But just bringing them in, starting, that's where I start to have a problem. This is the year to go all in and get that Super Bowl. This is the year that we get everything we can to get that Super Bowl. And speaking of Super Bowls. May me ask you the fellas a question. Start with you, Rage. Is this the best Ravens roster ever? Is this the best Ravens roster that they have ever assembled from front to back? Now, in the past, we've had in the beginning, dominant offensive side of the ball, bad defensive side. Then we've had a very dominant defensive side and a very bad offensive side. Then we kind of ran in the middle with both of them. So, to you, do you think this is the best roster from front to back that the Ravens have ever had? Um...
0: I'm going to say no. Only because I liked our Super Bowl roster better. That's I is the, the 2012 Super Bowl roster Um, felt Joe Flacco was a serviceable enough quarterback. And then he had weapons. Ray Rice at running back. And if we go position to position, I'll take those wide receivers over the ones we got now. And yeah. I'll take Ray Rice at running back over J.K. That's a B. Obviously, to me, they also had a better offensive line. (laughs) So the offensive side of the ball, I give to that 2012 team. Then defensively, though they didn't have maybe the numbers that this defense can possibly put up, Mm -hmm. every position was somebody who's secure. Like, yeah, every that safety. We still had dominant – Jimmy Smith was a dominant corner at that time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We had the players we needed to get there, and that's why we got there. Ray Lewis was still the leader of that defense. And that was something up until we got Roquan that we've been missing. So thank you, Roquan, for that. But I'll take those guys because they were guaranteed playmakers. Okay. Those guys were – Ed Reed was going to get an interception. Ray Lewis was going to make a tackle for a loss or stop a big play. Terrell Suggs was – I know Ray was on, had one arm and was on the back of his career, but oh, no, Suggs though. was Ray still missed, a beast rushing Ray the missed,
1: pass. Ray, Ray missed a lot of tackles. Don't get that twisted. That's the reason I Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I know. He was twisted. But you, could, but you could always bet that he would show up when needed. Facts. And he, he wasn't the leader.
0: greatest through the whole game, but he was reliable when you needed him.
1: Emotionally. I get
0: that. And then Sizzle was a monster still at okay. that point. So I, I, I'll I have to take that roster over this one because right now we don't have a pass rusher. We don't know who cornerback two is. We're not sure what Kyle Hamilton can provide, right. switching his position now to deep safety. So it's too many question marks now for me to say this defense was better than that one and that this offense, especially with the injuries our wide receiver, is was better than that one. Sir, so I'm I gonna you, that 2012 roster. I'm
1: going to give you one reason why your whole argument is wrong. Jackson. No, well, no, no, even better than Lamar <laughs> Jackson. We have one reason why 2023 Baltimore Ravens is much better than the 2012 Baltimore Ravens. And Will G said it best Weapon Pat Ricard. They did not have him. Oh man. Oh They did man. not have Pat Ricard on that team. If you can't deploy your fullback on a go route, what are you doing?
0: Oh um, man. Hold on. Didn't they have um Kyle? You check at that point
1: though? You check was on that team, but he's no Pat Ricard.
0: A, <laughs> we had you check back then, so he's I'll take no you check. Pat I, I can't stand, I can't scare, I can't
2: stand Drewski. I can't how do about,
1: it. How about you? How about you, Brad?
2: <laughs> I mean, Reg stole mine, but uh, quite frankly, does this roster look sexier? I mean, if you took Lamar Jackson out of the equation, no, it was Lamar Jackson. I said the roster looks sexier. I, I didn't say no. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. You, you, you're trying too hard now. Look, continue with the show, please. But, I mean, we'll have more highlights this year. But quite honestly, I take that team to beat this team just simply because all this team can do is just penalties and, ho- and hold on if you throw it deep over their head. Linebackers, middle, fine. Defensive line, fine. Outside linebackers, yeah, you got Marlowe. Then after that, the corners is just trash. Not really sure about Hamilton. He can he can play in the box. He can be uh, what was it? Bernard Pollard, but uh, I, I don't trust. Uh,
1: he ain't hitting like Bernard know. Pollard though.
2: Yeah, I, I don't trust. I don't trust Williams to be Ed Reed at the same time. So, nah, I think the Super Bowl roster would beat this roster.
1: Okay. I mean, I was just wondering. You know, some people have said that this is the best collection of talent that the Baltimore Ravens have ever had. I just want to know what people thought. You know, I think more can be said to it once they win a championship because, you know, people like to compare champions to champions, right? So, yeah. uh, Until they win that championship or make it to a Super Bowl, I guess 2012 has got it for right now. So, moving on to some NFL news. Um, as you spoke to earlier, Ridge, Stephon Diggs. Now, there's been a big to-do about Stephon Diggs reporting to mandatory minicamp, where uh, his coach has said, yeah, he's not here. I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? We're just going to move on without him. Stephon Diggs' representative said he came. He took his physical. He did everything, but he left practice. Do you see this as a problem? Because we saw we saw in the playoff loss last year, Stefan Diggs was clearly upset with Josh Allen and the team. This dude left the stadium, he, he took a shower. This dude was donezo, he was icky fly, mm-hmm. icky five blicky out of Buffalo and probably went back home. So, do you see if I'm this not mistaken?
0: Is- he, ever, he even said he wanted out so.
1: He hinted at it. But, you know, sometimes people walk stuff back, especially when you look at your contract numbers and see how much money they're going to give you. You walk that back. But do you think now, and I know as Ravens fans, you know, we like to link everybody to us when there's an opportunity. Do you see this as an opportunity for the Ravens to go out and solidify wide receiver one? Yes. 100%.
0: If there's ever a chance, especially when you got situations coming up where you don't know if J.K. is going to be here in the future, you don't know if Bates gonna be here in the future. Right. All I just heard was trade package, JK and Bait for Diggs. That's all I just heard because the Bills need a running back anyway. So <laughs> they got James. I, I see I'm just saying, I see a deal. Every team likes to have multiple backs. Right. I see a deal possible where you send JK and okay. Bait and maybe uh fourth rounder digs for digs for in the sixth
1: not a third
0: nah, no they, they,
1: they gave him a first to get him they paid him a lot of money and they're gonna take the cap hit like you gotta make this right because and i know that you and maybe some others giving them jk Dobbins is is fair it's fair value fair exchange ain't no robbery i'm gonna keep saying that to you understand what i'm saying fair exchange ain't no robbery. Mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. i'm giving you i'm giving you a Number one bona fide wide receiver that's that's got at least 1,400 yards, 11 touchdowns the last two years, right? You're Mm -hmm. giving me a running back with 1,300 yards for his career. All right. And you're giving me a wide receiver, and you're giving me a wide receiver that's been hurt his entire NFL career. And you think that throwing in a fourth round pick is going to sweeten that deal? I'm not going to take that cat pick.
0: Two fourths in the fifth. There you go. (laughs) I would give up a third. Anything it takes to bring a solidified number one over, to be honest. Anything it takes. And if the Bills sign D-Hop, then you could kiss him goodbye.
2: That's going to be their next plan is to get him out the door. Mm-hmm. I'll give him a second and beat That's it? I mean, look, whatever they want back, hey, they, they can get that. <laughs> they can get a, a third to go with
1: it, a fourth, and a fifth to go with it. I so, really don't. Right. So so Malik's, Malik says, this ain't Madden. Was it Madden when Buffalo traded for Stephon Diggs? Was it and, and paid Vaughn Miller and re-signed Josh Allen and re-signed the Titan Dawson Knox? Was it Madden? Oh, and just got Leonard Floyd. Was it Madden then? Was it Madden when the Arizona Cardinals went and got DeAndre Hopkins? It's always Madden when it's somebody else. It's always not Madden when it's somebody else. But when it's us, this ain't Madden. We can't do that with them dollars. We can't make moves. Buffalo has spent a lot of money on their team, and they mm-hmm. continue to spend money. But for us, it's always that anchor. We can't do that, bro. This ain't a video game. We ain't saying it had to be a video game. If, if general managers want to make it work, they can make it work. So I'm going to give you a prime example. And I was going to talk about this later, but I'll talk about it now. Stan Kroenke. He is the owner of the Denver Nuggets. He is the owner of the Colorado Avalanche. He is the owner of the Los Angeles Rams. And you know what they have in common? They are the 2023, 2022, 2021 champions of their sports. So he has a baseball, football, and basketball championship. It ain't Madden, but he did what he needed to do to win. It ain't Madden, but they resigned Cooper Cup. They resigned Aaron Donald. They traded for Matthew Stafford. Gave him a new contract. They went and got Vaughn Miller. It ain't Madden, but they made all of these moves. So I'm not understanding when it comes to us why we have to be skimpy and penny pinch for some money that ain't ours. It ain't coming out my pockets. I just want to win. I just want them to dispel the myth that Lamar Jackson is not a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and I want them to do that by any means necessary. So Amen. that's where, that's So right. So that's Amen. where my passion comes. That's where my passion comes from because I'm tired of. Lamar getting the blame for everything that goes wrong with this organization, but yet instead we're not giving him everything that he needs. I mean, what are we going to do? It ain't Madden, but what are we going to do after the season when it comes to re-signing JK? I mean, I know I own it. And and Malik, this ain't at you. This is not anything towards you. It's just in general that we always want to count dollars when it comes to us, but we watch all of these other teams pay all of this money, and keep acquiring talent after talent. Listen, if we can only afford that talent for one or two years, so what? Everybody wants to go with the Los Angeles Rams. It's like, look, look at them right now. They're a poverty-stricken franchise. They won five games last year. Yeah, but they've been to two Super Bowls as well. And I guarantee you— They are also hurt last year. They were, they, people don't take that into account. But also, they're not going to look at— I guarantee you, in the next year or two, they're going to be back in the playoffs uh, vying for another championship because they don't give a damn about the first-round picks. As we should know, they don't work out too well for us. They're decent. Yep. They're okay. But how many Ravens draft picks over the last four years have we re-signed? Have gotten second contracts with us? I'm going to research that. But how many of them have gotten second contracts with us? How many of those picks have propelled us to that next level to make the Super Bowl? But I digress. I'm sorry, fellas. Not many. Not many, to be honest. I think the last one was, what, Torrey Smith? No,
0: he didn't even get a second contract.
1: I mean, we've had... We've had players we like had them, a few but, but but not not any of the first round variety because either they weren't good or they priced themselves out of town yeah so that's that
2: I've um, been mad the last two years to get back to your question the last two playoffs that they lost he everybody he looked at Josh Allen from down the field like you can't be serious that's because half the time he was open. And Josh either overthrew him or just didn't toss it to him.
1: You lying, bro. Because Lamar Jackson is the only quarterback that overthrows receivers. You can't be telling the truth, bro. Lamar Listen. Jackson is the only quarterback in the NFL that overthrows receivers. <laughs> Josh Allen, is, it could be possible. In a playoff game? <laughs> on Nick, what, hold on. one, one thing to go back
0: to what you were saying about how our fans say, we can't afford this, we can't afford that. I guarantee you, if Chiefs fans started yelling, go get D-Hop, go get D-Hop, not one of them fans would turn around and say, oh, man, we can't afford D-Hop. They'd say, you know what? Do what you got to do. Get D-Hop. They'd be in agreeance. We seem to be one of the only fan bases that split when it no comes much. to how the owner money should be. <laughs> right. Like, it's, it's, it is a weird thing because Chiefs fans would all be on board with go get D-Hop. Shoot, I'm pretty sure Pat Mahomes will walk in the office and say, Let's renegotiate my deal now, get a couple of extra bucks, and then fire it up. Let's get D Hop in the building. Can you imagine him with D Hop? Oh goodness. You see, yeah, you see
2: Marcus- this. Yeah, D Hop, he a problem. Marcus Payne said, Get both digs. No, but we don't need to let up 5,000 yards. Uh to he's got no, he
1: got he's gotten better. He's gotten better. He's gotten better. Listen, Jerry Jones, not giving him up, but um. <laughs> Listen, if, like you said, Kansas City, when Tyreek Hill was asked for $30 million a year, Kansas City fans wasn't saying, he ain't worth that money. They didn't say that. They weren't saying, saying, don't give him, don't pay him that much money. Make him the highest pay. You are out of your mind. You're out of your mind Mm -hmm. giving the money. They was like, pay him, but the organization just felt like Mm -hmm. we can do better with, you know, we can do just as well without him. And which they did. But yeah. The fan base wasn't crying. Don't give him the money. I guarantee you, when Kelsey comes back up for an extension, he's going to get paid. Mm-hmm. He's going to get paid. So, you know, it's just my thing is, give go get what you can get. I'm not saying bankrupt yourself or mortgage your future for all that you have. Just go for better. Just like I say, go for Dalvin Cook. I know what Dalvin Cook's going to give me. I don't know what J.K. is going to give me. J.K., I don't even know if he wants to be in Baltimore right now because it's, yeah. it's been conflicting reports. You know, he he showed up for media day. He took his pictures. He did the videos. I don't know. Was he out on the field today? Do you know? Any of y'all know?
0: Uh, Yeah, I believe he was. I believe I saw, saw some highlights of him on the field. Okay. All right.
1: All right. So, also today, uh, safety, Cardinal Safety Buda Baker, was at the facility, but he's not practicing because he wants to be traded because that is a god-awful franchise, the Arizona Cardinals. Also, um, the New York Jets, the, the New York Jets, they signed safety Baltimore's own Adrian Amos. Now, I know he was rumored to come to Baltimore. He was supposed to be some kind of option for us that takes another safety off the board. And it also strengthens the New York Jets like the New York Jets, once again, are building something. They went out and got a quarterback that they're going to pay 60 million dollars to. 60 million dollars this year, he's going to be over 60 million. He's going to count 60 million dollars against the salary cap this year, which is pretty much unheard of, unheard of. But yet, and still, they keep making acquisitions, you know what I'm saying? So, money's not an object to them, it's not. not. But we, they they want to do one thing and one thing only when, When? yeah, just what they care about. I mean, listen, they haven't won a Super Bowl since 1969. I mean. (laughs) If I had to see to see since 69, I'd be trying to do whatever I could as well. Like, that's a very putrid fran- – listen, Baltimore Ravens North, because they take all our leftover players. Baltimore Ravens yeah. North, they just, just – this they want to win. And they know they have probably a one, maybe two-year window with Aaron Rodgers, so they're actually going to go for it and do what they can. And that's just all I ask the Ravens to do. I'm good with a team losing games. It's how you lose. If you don't put your team in the best position to win and then you lose, I get upset. But if you gave it your best and just some days, some weeks, certain teams are better than you. Just certain weeks, you don't yeah. have. You know what I mean? But if you sit out there and you don't put the best product on the field and then you lose and then say, "Well, you gave it the best try," you know, and you go back to practice and try again. You know, that's what I get upset. So, you know, I just want to, I, I just want to do that because that that's what saw? the
0: team was like with Greg Roman. Because that's what Greg Roman did, right? Greg Roman made you rehearse his like, scheme over and over again. But did not plan for who he was playing against, so they literally went into every game, did whatever his scheme was, and then went back to practice. If they lost, was like, "Well, maybe next time," (laughs) because that's what it was. And that's one of the things why I'm excited about Todd Munker because he's a different type of coordinator. He's gonna scheme for the opponent. The gameplay will look different every week. So maybe we'll get some real effort.
1: Facts, facts, facts. All right, next up. Next up, it's here. It's here, y'all. (laughs) Haterade. I wonder who's here. Listen, it should have been one person, but I don't want to upset him because he's a little sensitive right now in the (laughs) Discord. So I was going to put him, but my pick for Haterade, Hateration of the Week is Kendrick Perkins. No matter what Nikolai Jokic has done, He's still hating on his dude. He still mm-hmm. just doesn't want to admit he is the best player on the planet. He still picked the Heat to win the series, even being down three-one, and only one team has come back in NBA history. What they were like one in thirty-five in the NBA Finals, one in fifty, like all throughout the playoffs, and he still wanted to go with the Heat. Like I don't know what it is. I can't call it. I'm not going to try to call it. But that dude is that uncle? That's what we
0: do. That's what we do. That's what we doing. That's what we doing, B. Will, right.
1: <laughs> Will G says. Will G I want to see likely on down the field routes. How do y'all? How do y'all feel about Isaiah likely? I
0: like him. I, I I like his potential, and I like what he's showing us last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean math- he showed up in some games when when we had nobody else, and he he absolutely went off. His size and speed combo is going to create problems against linebackers, right, math- especially math- if we got Zay for the outside. Isn't he the
2: same size as Anquan Bolton?
1: mm mm He's bigger.
2: Oh, he's bigger.
1: He's six four. Anquan was uh, six one.
2: Okay, well, he moves about the same. Like I, I can literally imagine them mirroring each other pretty much on routes. I mean, Anquan's gonna be more polished and smooth, but.
1: Oh, Anquan, and, Anquan could catch. That's one of the big differences. Is. Anquan could actually catch a ball.
0: Like, listen, likely he got decent hands, and it's not gonna get any worse. I mean, you sure? I think he's going to continue to get better. He got better throughout the season okay. last year.
1: Listen, I don't doubt that, but let me tell you something. If you'd have told me 10 years ago, I'm not a big baseball fan. Uh, y'all, do y'all watch baseball? A little bit. Not really. Bit. Okay, no. but listen, I'm not a big baseball fan, but you've heard of the yips, right? When a pitcher gets the mm-hmm. yips and, and kind of mm-hmm. you know messes with his, with his throw. If you'd have told me 10 years ago, a basketball player could get the yips. On that's his shot, <laughs> I'm talking about Markel folks. Oh, that's that's just a bad, yeah. If you told me that, I would have not believed you. So don't tell me that a wide receiver or a tight end's hands can't get worse. Don't t- anything is possible, it's definitely
0: possible. But I'm saying, barring him getting the yips, his potential, he's actually grown in his play. The more he's played, the better he's gotten. And I think, uh that's going to continue because now we got a coordinator who's going to scheme him open and give him different mismatches and line him, get him lined up against linebackers instead of safeties. And that's that him being a number two to Andrews. And then if we are healthy at wide receiver with OBJ, Zay and Bate, and those guys eating up defenses, he's, he's the one that's more likely going to end up, you know, no pun intended. He's more likely going to end up the guy, Reaping the rewards because they're gonna double other guys, leave him one on one with a linebacker, he's gonna outrun
1: him. Yeah, He's better
2: than
1: shout out to Buford, South Carolina. For you for those of y'all that know that that know, y'all know. Um, so there has been a little debate, even going back to the last year, that Likely's better than Mark Andrews. Mm. Mm. Some of the Ravens, some of the Ravens, listen to some of the flock, they're divided. They think that likely has better potential and is gonna end up being better than Mark Andrews.
0: Better in some areas, maybe, but a better overall player? No. I think he's he's better uh run after the catch.
1: He got catchable. Yeah, catch the ball first, though, bro.
0: Yes, but once he gets the ball in his hands, he can make some moves. That's where he beats Mark out, and he's faster than Mark. But aside from that. It's Mark Andrews. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mark Andrews doesn't have the best hands at tight end because he drops a lot too, but he's better than likely. Like, you can't, likely's not on that level.
1: Okay. And
0: I don't even know, we don't know if he'll ever reach that level, to be honest. We're just banking on his skill set, has a lot of potential and can hopefully be a better pass catcher. But Mark Andrews does it all. We can't, we can't just like that.
1: Sex, 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 sex. All right listen for those of you in the chat appreciate y'all being here but if you have not already make sure you get your tickets for the meet and greet August the 4th 2023 these guys are going to be there so make sure listen you come meet myself big Ridge ghost lunch break hot take open mic with otr Mike Chris just joking from deep cover podcast coach uh coach Evans from Sip to Tally Get them tickets. Come get some food. Have some fun. We have giveaways. We have goodie bags. Get you some drinks. Just regular drinks, not the alcoholic variety, but you can still buy those if you want to. Come hang out out with us. It's going to be good fun. And I'm going to say this. Y'all told us this is what you guys wanted. This is what y'all said. Y'all said y'all wanted this. And we put it together for y'all. I'm not saying that I'm saying some of y'all are storytellers. But Y'all ain't doing what y'all said y'all was going to do. And I guarantee you it will affect things going forward because coach has a plan for something really special next year. And when I say it is grandiose and it's good, I want to tell y'all, but I'm not. But it's all dependent upon how this one goes. If this one doesn't go as well as expected, we're not going to do it anymore. So make sure you go get your tickets. It's in the it's in the, the chat. Go to everbright.com, the Roundup Meetup. Get your tickets. Hang out with us, having fun. Like meet us. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we gotta have a ball, y'all. Yeah? We gotta have a ball. I do want to say also,
2: we're bringing our wives, so buy your ticket and buy your a ticket also. Yep. Okay. Or your husband if you're female.
1: Or whatever, whatever it is you have. Bring
0: your whole family. Buy tickets for the whole family. Bring everybody. We don't just Let's have a good
1: time. Listen, don't, 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 don't. It's a bunch of genders and things out there, so let's not exclude people. Yeah. You want to bring your because mate. You want to bring your mate. Bring everybody. Bring your mate. Hi. Right. Now, I know there's certain people that's not watching this broadcast right now, but I'm so glad to talk about this. Woo! Denver Nuggets win an NBA title. Mm. Five games. Mm. Did we ever doubt it? Uh some people did. You know, some people said that. The Miami Heat were going to come back. They're going to win in six. Bam Adebayo was going to be the finals MVP. Jimmy, oh, Hemi Buckets, whatever you want to call him, was going to just dominate the whole league. And to be quite honest with you, Jimmy Butler hasn't dominated in 10 games. It's been 10 games since Jimmy Butler has had a really good game. So – what ended up happening was <laughs> both teams played terrible. I don't think anybody wanted to win a game last night. Um, game was only 94-89, and the Heat scored 18 points in the fourth quarter. 18 points in the fourth quarter. They had five points up until like the eight-minute mark of the fourth quarter when your man hit me, mm-hmm. buckets went off. Your man had himself had eight points for the game at that time until so he hit some threes, and then the refs tried to cheat and give him that three points off of Tom. That's his natural motion. He kicked the man in his mm-hmm. private parts and yep. got a foul call. But, you know, they didn't have Nikolai Jokic, the MVP, the finals MVP, the lowest drafted player ever to win finals MVP. Yeah, Miami three-point game. Yeah, they just – listen, Max Struis, he, he got tired of people talking about him not scoring any points. He showed up. What happened to Caleb Martin and Vincent? What happened to those dudes? I, I mean, I Kyle, they reverted back to who they really are. Kyle Lowry showed up. Fat Lowry showed up.
0: I mean, I swear you know, Kyle Lowry looked like Fat Man Scoop. I'm just saying. <laughs> he, he did. He did. <laughs> <All> right. <baby. laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, so, but not- <clears throat> as far as they go, I think Miami just reverted back to who they really are. Uh, Hemi Buckets turned back into Jeffrey Butler. And um, the rest of the team went back to who they really are. A bunch of role players who are lucky to get the minutes they get. It's a team that put together, I believe I said before, it looked like they all got voted least likely to succeed in their in their school yearbook. Nah, son, don't that. <laughs> <there> <laughs> they... Are we not supposed to be there right? Even when you look through the regular season, look at their three point shooting stats. They may have had a glimpse of that and then went back to regular, just like they did in the playoffs. So, all it was was they had a streak where they got hot and then they couldn't finish it off. That's who Miami is. I
1: don't, I don't know why streak, people expected nothing more. It's a long streak, though. Ever since that loss to Atlanta in the play in, that's a long streak. Well, yeah, that's that's enough to light a fire under
0: you, especially when you got a good head coach, right? That'll help, mm-hmm. help push you through that streak. But they also ran into teams that weren't ready to play. The Knicks, come on now. Really they
1: just the Knicks. they just the Knicks.
0: Exactly. Giannis got hurt in the first series. And then Boston was Boston. They, they always choke it away in, right. in the big games. So they rode the wave against teams that didn't come to play. And then they reverted back to themselves when they met a team that was like, okay, then now you're going to have to actually beat us rather than us beating
1: ourselves. Pause. Pause. Um, yeah, so <laughs> to, to, to the one of the most crucial plays of the game. End of the game, uh, the, the Nuggets are up one. And I uh, don't do that. And the Nuggets are up one. Jimmy Butler drives in the lane doesn't do his normal, whatever he tries to do, his pump fake, whatever. He stops and turns the ball over to KCP. I think that was the play of the game. And Jimmy Butler was the biggest reason that they lost to me. Just his overall play. He tried to get hot, got 13 points in the final four minutes. But overall, he just hasn't been superb in the playoffs. So my question to you both, a lot of people have said this. Is Jimmy Butler a superstar?
0: No. I don't even think I have to explain. No, no, he isn't. He's never done anything in his career to show me that he is. So how could I call him a superstar? Jimmy is the best number three option there is out there when you're someone to see him stars. He, he's not. He can be a number two option, right? Yeah, I think he can reach up to a number two, but he's not even close to being a superstar in any way, shape, or form.
1: MDC. And MDT, explain yourself. You supposed to be coming on here, MDT apologizing for being wrong. I give you credit. You're one of the ones that came in and said I, I was wrong. Like I thought that the heat was something that they weren't, but you still saying Jimmy Butler's a superstar. A superstar. But this dude for 10 straight games has shot subpar, turned the ball over. Just because he was the best player on a team full of undrafted players doesn't mean he's a superstar. Mm-hmm. I take nothing away from that man. Two times he carried a nothing team to the NBA Finals. A superstar helps them get over the hump because, listen, all praises to Denver and what they did, there were a lot of winnable games in there. There were a lot of games that they could have won, but Jimmy Butler shrunk in the midst of the pressure. The first three quarters, Jimmy Butler did nothing. Like I said, he had five points through three quarters. I think at that time he was like one for 18 shooting. Yeah. One for something like this. He was terrible. And that's not the first game that he's done this. That's not the first game. He did it in the Boston series, but they miraculously won because the role players stepped up. He is not a superstar. He is a really good player that needs some help from a Mm star. Maybe him and Durant need to team up and get a third person, and maybe they can go get a title. I don't even think
0: that'll
2: work.
1: Jimmy Butler's that guy
2: in NBA 2K that's got like an 88 rating, but he forgot to put his badges on. That's Jimmy
0: Butler all day. He took away his badges. Oh, man. Oh, no, now,
1: listen. Listen, Roddy, no doubt what he did was amazing. I take nothing from it. I took my hat to him. Like, he is a very, very, very good player. Very good player. Absolutely. But, but he's not a superstar. He does not take over when he needs to take over. He lets his teammates do too much of the heavy lifting when they shouldn't have to. This is why Max Struess crumbles in games. This is exactly why Gabe Vincent disappears as well. This is why sometimes Bam out of Bayou. Bam out of Bayou, he had two points in the second half. He went one for seven in the second half because they felt like they had to carry the team when they should not have had to. Yeah. But, I mean, what are you going to do? So I'll I'll bring it to what? MDT Sports says, so you think LeBron can carry this Heat team? No, he couldn't carry the Lakers team. (laughs) What kind of question is that? LeBron, LeBron is too old. No. LeBron he's has right. the, listen. If LeBron don't have two superstars next to him, LeBron ain't carrying nothing. And that's all I got to say about
0: that. There's, here's the difference, though. LeBron grew out of being a superstar because he aged. Jimmy never reached being a superstar. There's mm-hmm. there's a big difference in that. Um, Jimmy, I like Jimmy. By the way, I just want to put I that out. Too. I like Jimmy, I but he's not. When have you ever? heard an analyst look at Jimmy and say, that guy's clutch. That guy's going to close it out. That's the Never. And you're never going to because he's just not that dude. It's not in him. Maybe not to no fault of his own, but it's just some people have it, some people don't, right? I think if you pair him with a guy that has it, then you're looking at a chance. You know what I mean? You pair him with a couple other guys that can really go out there and put up buckets no matter what is what if the rest of the team is looking like. Then we're talking about Jimmy getting the championship. But until then, he's gonna be another guy that just doesn't get a ring.
1: I'm talking any age, Will G. Any age. If he don't got superstars around him, he ain't winning. Great player, one of the best ever. He ain't winning without other players around him.
0: Just saying. And you can't really you can't really argue that either because he had a chance to prove that when he was in Cleveland originally. And uh he left because the, the, he couldn't get over the hump and get a championship with that roster. So
1: some tough teams is in the East. But speaking of yeah. superstars that can carry teams, is Nikolai Jokic the most skilled center in NBA history? Start with you, Brandon. Well, you know my favorite would be a king, but uh, now listen, think- listen, listen, and, uh, listen. I'm not saying the most dominant because some people get dominant and skilled mixed I, up. I I'm just I making know, sure. But-
2: Akeem had he, had his skills defensively, block shots. He actually blocked shots and aimed them so that you know Kenny and Sam Cassell could go get them and get a quick score. Sure. I mean, uh, this year he surpassed Akeem as both skilled overall, as far as I'm concerned, because okay. he can he can pass way better than than Akeem could. Now defensively, I don't think he's as, as high up there. Offensively. He's a huge problem. Hakeem wasn't shooting threes. He's shooting threes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, overall, most skilled? Yeah, I'll give it to him. Okay. How about you, Rach? Absolutely, right? Absolutely.
0: Because the key word here is skill, right? Mm -hmm. So, he's able to put the ball on the floor and drive if he has to. He can pass it. I mean, his court vision is amazing. I don't know if I've ever seen a big man with court vision like his. And then, obviously, he can step out and hit that three. I mean, I hate to bring it up, but did we not see the the one-leg buzzer beater he hit in in L.A.? (laughs) That dude, that Jokic is definitely the most skilled big man of all time. I I don't think you can really argue it.
1: Listen, you can say Jokic don't play defense. He don't play defense like maybe Hakeem or others did. He plays defense. He's just not a shot blocker. He's just not really shutting people down. And to your other point, what was the question you other question you had? MDT is so is Allen Iverson better than LeBron? Listen, after watching that 76ers documentary the other day, yes, he is. Most hands down, hey, unequivocally, unequivocally at his height, 5'11. Yeah, I was that dude. I'm I'm lying. I'm lying. playing. I'm lying. Yeah, was that dude. Abasen was great. This Abasen was great, but he ain't better than
0: LeBron. <laughs> no, no, nah. nah, nah. I was, I was about to say, hey, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like listen, I was that dude, but, but, I was <laughs> <Nah, I'm laughs> gonna, gonna say, one. but you tripping on this one. <laughs> Man,
1: I just, I'm playing with you on that. One. Nah, I just like messing around because Brody, uh, Brody get mad. <laughs> nah,
0: nah. But... I, I, LeBron was definitely um one of the greatest players of all time, right? But AI was AI was just built different, man. I mean, what he did with that Sixers roster was crazy. Because that team was terrible. That that's one of the worst assembled teams in NBA history. I mean, for him it's to that. get them as far as he did was absolutely amazing. So well, big ups to AI, man. That Phenomenal mean- player. i uh, beat,
1: uh, beat us a Sabonis. That dude. Coming from overseas, that dude was a monster. That's right, MDT. Tell it like it is. But did y'all see the documentary though? The 76 documentary?
0: Oh, you ain't you ain't about to just say that and agree with no, that. No, no, like, no, like no, that. No, no, no. Like that's <laughs> We're talking about the,
1: doc, we talking nah. about the documentary. We're talking about the
0: documentary right now. So did y'all nah, see Hold the documentary? On. I can't let that slide.
1: No, did LeBron y'all see the documentary? is though? better
0: than Steph, hands down. Yeah, this is Listen, Steph don't know. That's why they run whoever office or steph that man don't know what defense is. <laughs> I'm sorry, LeBron was that by far. And I listen, love Steph. Friend, Greatest friend, three-point shooter friend, ever. Listen,
1: listen, I, I was playing and I didn't agree with this, but let's not act like LeBron plays defense all the time. At least Steph Curry tries. Oh no, he doesn't. Your man, not your now. man takes, he used to your man to, watches your man watches people go by him for dunks. Like he do not even attempt he to play defense. To. He he
0: used to. He used to. Maybe
1: maybe he is one through four.
0: LeBron LeBron used to get in that chair and he would he would That's right, definitely right. compete. That's right, I've I'm never right. seen Steph play defense.
1: What's better than being a king having all the answers? Facts. I'm playing. All right. Facts. I love scared. that new me. All right. Been here over an hour. I ain't planning to be here this long, but because Raven C decided he wanted to start his stream a little early. <laughs> <laughs> i am just playing. I just playing. All right, fellas. Um their descriptions, their information is going to be in the description below. But let the people know what you got going on and where they can find you. Starting off with you, Big Rage.
0: Living Big with Big Reg, both on YouTube and TikTok, at reg 29 on Twitter. Um, I might be switching my Facebook name, adding that in there soon. But uh, find me on there. We talk life, sports, and we keep it positive, man. Keep the love going, and uh, we just have fun.
1: All right. How about you, Brandon?
2: H6Ghost underscore, underscore on Instagram and Twitter, which I just started up, and uh, just H6Ghost on YouTube. And I'll probably drop a video either tonight or tomorrow.
1: All right. Well, you know, you can find me here. Um, I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, TikTok, and audio form. So if you like to listen and not watch, you can find me there as well also i do a show every friday night coming this friday with electric relaxation with mr galloway we are going to finally get to the top 10 the final 10 of the top 30 rap groups of all time and it will be live friday at 10 p.m we are going to have some special guests there then on saturday for the patrons only it's going to be hanging with hendo I know, you got to be a patient to see it, where the patrons interact, we do everything together. They make the channel because we discuss what they want to discuss. And they also can jump in when they feel like, it. huh, donation. Okay. Anonymous, appreciate it. For, for the $10 tip, it says, thank you for the great stream, Mr. Pod, B2, and Big Rage. Well, I appreciate you, Anonymous. I guess I'm going to have to find out who you are on the low so I can give you your loyalty points and add them to you. Because uh, Ferris is slipping, and people are catching up to him. It was you? Nah, not really. Nah, nah he lying. <laughs> it don't make a difference. I'll find out when I look at the email who it was, so I don't know who to add the points to. But I appreciate you. I appreciate y'all for rocking out with us. We've been here for over an hour. It's still 21 people in here. I appreciate y'all. We will be back Friday. I think that's the other day I decided to do this. Tuesdays and Fridays. Tuesdays and Fridays. Tuesdays and Fridays. Tuesdays and Fridays. Oh, yeah, you know, they might be there. But, you know, it wasn't a list that we comprise, Will. It was a list of uh, Mr. Galloway's patrons. So everybody voted on it. So it's not like we just went through and said, all right.
0: I got to keep – I got to uh, – I got I to gotta, I gotta finish up.
1: What's nah. that? What's that? <laughs> listen, Something? listen, listen. I, I would – I honestly I, – what time is it? It is – that's only 7 I would not have a problem doing one more hour. I really don't have any more to talk about. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't have nothing to talk about. Um, hey, all right, that's can... the
0: subjects, it get crazy in here. So yeah, you all
1: not y'all not familiar with these two. If you let them go on talking, we going on something that y'all really don't want to hear about.
0: Nah, it's y'all... gonna go yeah, it's gonna go on a crazy tangent that uh it's that might not man. be good for ears. Facts. Uh, that's after 10 programming.
2: That's what
0: that is. I think we got what a three and a half, three hour, 45-minute stream that they can go watch to find out what happens with that. Yeah. This is facts.
1: This is facts. Y'all find out how channel? crazy though, Yes, living big with big rage. Make sure y'all go to these channels and subscribe. Listen, I've said this before in the past, and I honestly and really do mean this. Support all of these YouTubers. It don't hurt nobody. It don't take you a second to go over to somebody. Hit subscribe. Hit the like button. Listen, half of us, to be honest to you, don't care if you watch the videos. Just let them play. I care if you watch the videos because I like constructive criticism. I like feedback. You know where I'm going wrong, what I'm doing Agreed. right, what can I improve on. But for most people, like they just want the, they just want people to engage in their videos so they can grow, so we can give you more. And the more that we grow, the more videos that we'll give you. This is why we're doing this right now because I was totally fine with streaming once a week and calling it a day. But since uh, people need- asked for it, but since people asked for it, I'm trying to give it to you, so make sure you go over to these gentlemen's channels, subscribe, like. They got a whole bunch of crazy stuff, a lot of things that don't have to do with football, just life in general. Uh, what's going on, Adrian Perez? Appreciate you dropping in from Mexico, Mexico. Oh, is everywhere. Hold on, amigo. It. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Wow, Jose, that's how you feel? That's not Jose, that's Rodney. I made mistake. Listen, uh, listen, 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 my apologies. I made a mistake and blocked Rodney by mistake. This is Rodney. I apologize, Rodney. Uh, Listen, I was It was a mistake, bro.
0: Uh, right now, right now, as <laughs> soon as you, I doubt it was a mistake. As soon it as he put up that Steph better than LeBron,
1: Tell me, that's
0: exactly mistake. what
1: that block happened. It was, I was trying to put it up. It was a mistake. I apologize, my brother. Oh, we got another donation. <laughs> listen, we got another donation for you, To be <laughs> appreciate for oh, It says one more hour, please, Mister Pod. I don't know if we got an hour, in us, though, but I do appreciate slide through more people coming through. Like, I, I, listen, I, I'm very appreciative of the love, you know. And yes, Mister J, Mister J is also. Involved in this, he's going live as well. Make sure you go for Mister J's channel. Check him out too. Um, so all right, this was something I was going to talk about in in, in the Patreon with the patrons. Nah, I talked to y'all about that during that time because it only concerns y'all. Um, <laughs> Rodney, I'm sorry, bro. I apologize. No, What's up, baby cat? I ain't, I ain't cat. it all right, okay. So you know what? We'll take we'll take a couple questions. We'll stay on here a little bit longer. Man, I really was trying to go eat or or just do anything. But- <laughs> he said, I was trying, I was to I
0: was trying to do anything that didn't required me right. I don't
1: I don't mind, I don't, being I don't camera, blame but you. I just don't like being on the to talk about. But you know,
2: Adrian hey, Perez says, listen. what do
1: you, what do you know? What do you, he says, what do you think of David Ajabo? I'll start with you, Brandon.
2: Well, we know he's gonna take Holway' job. That's all I know about. To say the eighth ninth game of the season, no way, I'm gonna be out the way. Did you just
1: call the man out his name?
2: Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh.
0: Yes, he did. That's I tried to put it slide. That's
1: not what we do right, right now. He definitely did. he definitely did. We will not call that man Holway. We I apologize, Mister Odafe. It's not what we do. His name is either go away or no way. It's not Ho-Way. Or Snowway. way. Day. Oh yeah, or slow way. We got not call people disrespectful names. It's that's like I, I like to it. call him it is not I like to call him
0: way. freeway. But you I like still, to call him freeway. You
1: can't okay. call him. Freeway. He he jumped out of the way
0: of that fullback on, on that pool block. No, nah, I call call him freeway because he's gonna end up a free agent. He keep playing the way he playing. Stop.
1: Listen, stop. <laughs> <it>. stop <laughs> it. We have listen, we got somebody new in here. We got somebody new in here. Let's answer this. Let's answer this answer this person's question. Bridge, what do you think about David Ojabo?
0: Okay, so Ojabo. Played well in college. Of course, he had a star rusher across from him um, to kind of take the heat off of him. Missed the whole first year with uh, torn Achilles. Um, He has potential. He showed little flashes. Has a variety of moves, which is one thing I liked about him over Owe, is that he brings more to the table as a rusher. Um, I want to see him consistently set the edge, though, so I got to see a lot from him. He has potential. I like him. Let's hope I didn't like the pick because I felt we could have got somebody. Um not gonna name names, somebody we definitely needed at the time. But
1: don't be out here picking over stuff. Yeah.
0: But I I like I like the potential he brings as a pass rusher. I think he, you know, pair him up with somebody on the other side and he could be a problem.
1: Yeah, for me, once again, I'm going to go with the, I didn't like the pick. I don't dislike the person, I dislike the pick. Because at the time, once again, we were supposed to be in a Super Bowl window. We were trying to get weapons for Lamar. And instead, we went for an injured pass rusher. And to many, he may have been a, he was going to be a first-round pick. I don't think that the Ravens were actually going to pick him at 14. They say they were to help his ego. But for somebody that was opposite Adrian Hutchinson in college, I don't know how good he's actually going to be. And if you're new to the channel, I've said it a hundred times before, that the Ravens heap a little too much responsibility on young players. Technically, this upcoming year is going to be his first year starting in the NFL. So he has to go from college to being injured, which means he's probably not the same player that he was in college, to leading a franchise in rushing. He has to set the edge and he has to lead his team in rushing. And oh, not to forget to mention, he has to unlock Odafe Always' potential. Because for some reason, that has been a job that's been thrust upon him. Apparently, O.A. couldn't play without his homeboy from back in the day. So hopefully for him, for me, I hope he can get about five, six sacks and just stay healthy. Just stay healthy. Because I still think he's another year away from being truly healthy from recovering from that injury. Because remember, he didn't get injured in a a season. He got injured at his pro day right before the season. So it's literally been just a little bit over a year. Yeah, so I don't.
0: And Achilles, so, Achilles is easy to
1: come back for. right? So I want him to be healthy. I don't want him to be the focal point of this of, the, of this pass rush attack. I think he can be a very good player. I just don't think that it was the player that I would have picked at that time because we had enough injured players coming into the season that we didn't need somebody else to be on the men while we scrapped together a team and hire street meet to throw together a pass rush with all these old players that are just names.
2: Yeah,
0: not not to mention another so-called pass rusher who kind of handicapped our defense a little bit. Not to say any names.
1: First of all, listen, I'm not going to take any JPP (laughs) slander. Because, listen, Jason Pierre-Paul, one thing that he did do one thing that he did do that a lot of other Ravens players didn't do on defense was he played hard. Even when he came absolutely. in, even when he came in out of shape, he played hard from start to finish. And I think a lot of the other guys learned a little bit from him from that. So, I mean, he may not have been a pass rusher that he was with the giants or even with Tampa Bay, but oh, I'm not going to take that JPP
0: slander, bro. Yeah, no, he actually he absolutely played hard. He put listen, he put forth an effort, no morals. That he have no morals. <laughs> I do have morals, sir. I'm just saying he put forth a monstrous effort. And not to mention, he was he was knocking down passes at the line. I mean, if he wasn't getting to the quarterback, he was looking up to bat the ball down. So I I definitely have respect for him. You know, it doesn't change that. He has to wear a catcher's mitt.
1: All right, so you
0: know, DM, but
1: <laughs> uh, hey, Brandon, I really like Malik Harrison. He's getting cut? I'm sorry, he's getting cut this year. I really thought Malik Harrison was going to come in here and do something, and he's done. I don't think nothing. he's getting cut. I don't okay. think he's
0: getting cut. Right. Only because if you notice, they now have him lined up, uh, having positioned as an outside linebacker,
1: and he's played that last year. He played part of that last year and the year before, and it didn't work out.
0: Yeah, but we got less guys on the roster now. thats I think he's going to make it by proxy. like He's he's—he's a, he's a hybrid position now, being outside and inside. He's a hybrid. They're, they're definitely going to make uh, so, sure he's there.
1: Right, so you're giving me more positions to fail at. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. That, that,
1: pretty much. More positions to fail at. Reason for you to cut me quicker. Uh, Jay, I
0: am keeping it positive. That's why I say he was still Woo! a phenomenal player.
1: Look at Jay with, Jay with them points. Jay trying to get listen. for those of you that are new, we do give out loyalty points here. All you have to do is interact with the channel. Just watch, comment, donate, subscribe. What else can they do? Become a patron. You get loyalty points. And at the end of every month, I give out prizes. Some good, some better. Once, once, twice, Doug. What I go? Once or twice. Twice a year, I'm giving out grand prizes. So semi-annually, I'm giving out grand prizes. I just do not know which month it is. And Yolanda, I have not added the points that you just got. Once the stream is over, I have to manually, when people donate, I have to manually put those points in. So whatever your, your points are, add a thousand to it. And it'll let you know what you have. And I don't know. Y'all got to do something. Y'all can't have Ferris win. Because I do not, I do not is all want to have everybody. to buy anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to have to buy anything Giants related. Hey, I got if it, you know what I got points for sale. You know what? It's okay. It's okay. You this know what?
2: I'm, gonna
1: give, I'm gonna, it don't work like that. I'm gonna get if if First wins, I'm gonna get him something, Daniel Jones. Got it. Nah, oh man. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. That's not right. That's not right. All right, look, we get out of here. We get out of here. People getting mean in the chats.
2: <laughs>
1: Anarchy <laughs> is going on. <laughs> <Biden>. <laughs> hey, hey. I could be eating dinner right now going to the park but just enjoying this
0: oh wait now you're nice saying season. it's jose i think they might have switched
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you i never, got people never, waiting you know you got people waiting for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 that is terrible all right y'all all right y'all. we, we out of here listen appreciate all the new faces in here appreciate the rest of you for hanging out with us on this wonderful tuesday minicamp has started we are one day closer to the season uh, you gentlemen have anything to say before we leave?
2: We having that preseason oh.
1: game. Preseason game meeting. Yeah. We might. We'll, we'll discuss that. We'll discuss that.
0: All right. Y'all. Um, it's been a great show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate
1: it. Thank you for being a guest. But that's Every what time. we do. Every that's time. what we do. That's what we do with the pages. Interactive. Hey, you, Reggie, and Jay gonna stream
2: after ten tonight.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't, don't,
2: don't,
0: don't put me down for that one. Oh, I, mean, I gotta stream on Thursday.
1: That one,
2: Uh-oh. that one can go late. Hey, look, you bet. Look, you better get out to the car. There you go.
1: There you go. I gotta get out, right. no, Man, no get out to the car. Right. No one Indeed, indeed, indeed. All get. Right, <laughs> I, <appreciate, laughs> I appreciate y'all, and until Friday. We out. Boy. Peace.